Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych 101, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the podcast you have been waiting for. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen. Let's get right into it. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Yisro. We know that Yisro was a very fascinating and enigmatic character. What do we know about him? We know that he was Moshe's father-in-law, as Moshe married one of Yisro's seven daughters named Zipporah. Yisro also had seven names attributed to him, Yeser, Yisro, Chovav, Ruel, Chaver, Keni, and Petiel. And he was also a priest, and we'll talk a little more about that so, soon. And he was also a ger. <clears throat> he was a convert. He spread Judaism to those who never heard of it. And he was also a man of many mixed emotions. He had a whole sedra named after him, so he must have been a very special person. So I want to just focus on the man, Yisro, a multifaceted character. If we were to return to one of those appellations that we gave to Yisro before, it said that he was a priest of Midian. And it doesn't seem to paint him in a very favorable light at first, because he might have been a priest, but he was mainly a priest in association with being a master of idolatry. So how is it possible that that is a compliment? Secondly, what is the significance of the number seven, that he had those seven names and he had seven daughters? We're going to focus on the first question first, and perhaps we can get to the second question of the number seven. So the Arachayim HaKadosh says that when Yisra was referred to as a priest, it wasn't something derogatory, it was actually a compliment. Usually people of such high stature wouldn't allow a person of little or no stature to marry their daughter. The fact that Yisro did allow Moshe to marry Tzipor was a testament to Yisro's greatness. And Orachim adds another reason that he's referred to as a Kohen Midian, a priest of Midian, because a priest is more privy to details than your common folk. And the fact that Yisro heard all of the details and was able to change his opinion about theology at his advanced age shows some level of greatness as well. As we've mentioned in previous Urim, many people tend to double down as they get older and more stuck in their ways, but not Yisro. <clears throat> he heard all the details, and his philosophy on life totally changed. The Kabbalists, people who study Kabbalah, they talk extensively about the number seven and how they represent seven facets of all Jews. It's not within the scope of what I'm going to talk about today, to go into each, but it would make sense to say that Yisro embodied all those seven facets. And it's no coincidence, therefore, that Moshe Rabbeinu also had multiple names. According to the Medrash, Moshe also had seven names. Others say that he had ten names. But regardless, he had many different facets to his personality. And one of them, being very close, pun intended, to one of Yisro's name, is Chever. Chaver Chever. So the connection between Moshe and Yisro must have been a relationship built on mutual characteristics and mutual respect, and just the fact that they were all multifaceted. As part of my family's personal initiative, we've taken uh, upon ourselves, in light of the current situation in Eretz Yisrael, we've been, been committed to learning Shmir Salashon from the Chavetz Chaim on a regular nightly basis. And one question that came up was, are you allowed to speak about someone else's repu whose reputation is already known to everybody. Meaning everybody knows that this guy has his reputation, so what's the big deal? And obviously a person shouldn't do that, as it would violate Shmir Salashan. 
and in that the individual's reputation can further become tarnished, the more people will talk about it. And what about someone who's a ger or a bal, bal tshuva? And we've learned many times that we're not allowed to remind people of their past. Yet in our parsha, <clears throat> we call Yisro by a seemingly derogatory name, which is a priest, because as we mentioned before, he was not a priest in the sense of a Kohen Gadol or a Kohen Hediot even. He was a priest because he was a master of idolatry. And even though we pointed out that the Orachim sees it as a compliment, it still contains that small reminder as to his past life as somebody who worshipped idols, as does the name Putia, which means that he fattened calves for idolatry. And obviously, as the Orachim pointed out, there was a good reason for Yisro to be given these names. A person who had been steeped in idol worship is capable of relating to um, others who were involved in idol worship. And this is perhaps why Yisro was so effective as an influencer and as a priest of Midian. So even though reminding people of their past can be very embarrassing, it can serve a purpose that can be quite positive. We know that there are many occasions when people are publicly embarrassed and they are in the best position to give out brachos. We're told that somebody wished to have their chalik, their portion, to be in the portion of those who were falsely accused of something and thereby suffered tremendous embarrassment, and they had their reputations permanently damaged. But yet they're the, they're the ones that are in the position to give out the brachos. In fact, it's Yisro who is the first person in the Torah who utters the words, Baruch Hashem. So there must be something to the fact that Yisro was willing to sacrifice a little bit of embarrassment in order to be able to give out the most amazing bracha that a person can say, and that is Baruch Hashem. And this is perhaps an incredible insight into what brings out the true character of man. Having your reputation challenged and being called by something that you no longer want to be called teaches us how sensitive the Torah is to people. We have to be so careful about the words that come out of our mouths or the nicknames that we give to other people, even though they might be nicknames that everybody else says, what's the difference? So it's no wonder why Yisro indeed has an entire Parsha named after him. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I am Dr. Jonathan Lassen, a therapist, educator, and lifelong learner. I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, and suggestions by emailing me at jonathanlassen2018 at gmail.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-A-S-S-O-N 2018 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and learning from you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are psyched for our next Torah Psych Podcast.